very warm welcome to the best podcast in the world. Welcome to the Strength and Skills podcast. This is your favorite host, Nick Tiguzek. And with me is your other favorite host, Rado, the boss, Bossage. Hi, everyone. What's up? <laughs> right. We brought a very important um, topic uh, here today, as uh, we would love to talk about the most important base of your training, the big six. And um, that's kind of something that we need to talk about it, as uh, this is a big part of our training philosophy, being good at a big six, actually. Mm -hmm. And for us, I think we, we need to, to, to start to explain what is the big six. And uh, big six is pretty much mostly about strength training. Um, but we will have some add-ons in the end. Um, but it starts actually with some vertical pulling and vertical pushing. And uh, yeah, for everyone who doesn't know what's vertical pulling and vertical pushing, that's actually just doing pull-ups, chin-ups, stuff like that for vertical pulling and pressing things or yourself overhead. So part of it can be a handstand push-up, but it can also be an OHP. It doesn't matter because Uh, for us, it's very important to understand to be strong at these things also keeps you healthy. And that's why we always say that's these, these things are life goals. Because for us, it's of course important to be as strong as possible, also in a competition or something. But I want to do that when I'm 60. I yeah. still want to do that. Mm. And that's a very important one. So to have that in mind, I think... The next one, horizontal ones, tell us about it. Yeah, then as you have the vertical pulling and pushing, you also have horizontal pulling and pushing. And for the, for the, for the horizontal pull, an example would be like any kind of rowing. And for the horizontal pushing, you can do push-ups, bench presses, etc. Also like dips. Uh, before, I always had this confusion. I thought that dips, because they have this pretty vertical movement. I thought that dips were a vertical pushing movement, but yeah. then yeah, later on I uh, realized that they are actually also horizontal pushing movement. Yeah. Uh, so the same case as with the vertical ones, um, you also want to do these as for health reasons and um, yeah, the same reasons that you mentioned long-term. Absolutely, because when you look at how, how these muscles that have to work there, how they actually work, you pretty much work everything in the upper body with that. And Absolutely. now is every, everyone, but that's only bent arm. Yeah, that's only bent arm. Because when you look at it, the, the human body is, is made to move. And yes, calisthenics is very natural because you move the body weight. And we have to say it, but the straight arm things like planches, blunt levers, and all that stuff, that's not very natural. It, we have to look at it from that point. I mean, it doesn't mean that it is completely unhealthy or something at all, but you don't need it actually to be trained well. And that's that's pretty important to say. Uh, I mean, that's that's why I always see this these things as something that's a nice add-on. It's cool to have that. But when you have very less time to train and you train for being strong and healthy 
I, I actually I wouldn't I would never go for straight arm spinning. Yeah, it's probably not essential for everyone. It's it's not it's not it's it's an it's a nice add-on. It's the next step on 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 the stage. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for sure. For everyone who's having really short time for training, do your pull-ups, do your overhead pressing, uh, do some horizontal pressing, do some horizontal rowing, and you're good with the upper body. That's yeah. it. Yeah, unless you have the goal of really achieving the full front labor or, or the climb. Yes. Yeah, then you absolutely have to have it in the program. That's that's a different desire. Absolutely, of course. Absolutely. And uh, of course, we can talk about the handstand. The handstand is also not a very natural way of being. I mean, come on. When in your life are you going on your hands? Probably never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then this doesn't mean that I hate that stuff. I don't want to be the guy who oh, he's just hating around and that stuff. But it's just that that that's that's the facts, man. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Nobody. What do you think? Yeah. What is lower body? body? You have to have some hinges, which is basically everything that concerns extension at the hip. And then you also want to have extension at the knee, which is basically squatting movements, you know all kinds of squatting movements. So that, that can also be a leg press, you know, mm -hmm. or a hack squat, everything that extends the knee. And having these two also tackles basically the whole body, the whole lower Absolutely. body. Yeah. Absolutely. So to keep things very, very easy, if you would do pull-ups, OHP, push-ups, some rowing, deadlifts, and squats, you would be pretty good setup for proper training for everyone so yeah yeah if if you if you take these big six exercises you're good to go mm. you can fill a whole week of training with that oh yeah i think what is what comes in now is the very important one for every exercise that you do here most of them are done with like two legs two arms it is very important to do them also with one leg and one arm for stability reasons most of the time. Mm -hmm. So when you have that, bringing in some assistance exercise with that, you're good to go. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, when you listen to this one, after this, you're pretty good to go with your own programming for the week. That's what I do. I mean, a lot of programs look like, like that. For years now, you're doing <laughs> yeah. you're doing your, your bilateral stuff and then you're doing your unilateral stuff. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward and you know, just like people shouldn't overcomplicate it, just keep it simple, as you noted. Do the stuff that we said now and overload it over time, and that's it. That's how you grow. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> When you listen to this podcast, this is the episode where you just just uh, learn how to do that stuff. And if you still don't get it, you can still contact us and we're going to help you with that. But actually, that's the base of it. Mm. Having bilateral and then unilateral stuff. And then maybe some, 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 yeah, now we're drifting back, uh, into, into some pro <laughs> programming stuff. But when you. When, when you're doing some isolating stuff afterwards, then, you, then you're good to go. But actually, these, these two things, big 
bilateral and then unilateral stuff, then you're good to go. That's it. That's you don't need more. Yeah. Um, I think something that we need to uh, bring in there, um, as you mentioned, you said uh, you can also do some some leg press stuff and all that stuff. That's absolutely true. But there's a but. <laughs> because um, one very important part for your body to be able to bring in strength overall and to, to stay healthy, you have to be able to stabilize your spine. Mm -hmm. And usually when it comes to, to uh, the lower body stuff like, like squatting and uh, deadlifting, you have to stabilize the spine and you learn that very good there. So you have a, a carryover into that. Of course, you have that too when you do some push-ups or some some uh, overhead pressing stuff like that. Um, but being able to be res resistant against resistance, um, it will be very important to be able to do that. And that's the stuff that a lot of calisthenics people tend to forget that stabilizing your spine is something you might not think about it when you're 20. You might not think about it when you're 30, but you will start thinking about it when you get 40, because from there on, you're getting old, man, and you need to be able to stabilize that shit <laughs> and stabilizing the hip and all that stuff. Be, be, not, not being able to walk must be pretty shit. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> so that that that's a very important one right here um that, that's why I, everybody always says nick you want to make everybody squat nah yes i do but i want to want everybody to be healthy that's why for me it's a big part of the big six maybe the most important part because yeah that's it and uh that, that's why i always push people into train your legs and dennis when you hear this train your legs <laughs> that's that's our our joke all the time <laughs> all right um uh, i think some some add-ons on that let's talk about some carries what do you think about some some carries should we should we put them on the on 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 the, on the menu well i i mean uh I wouldn't say that they are absolutely necessary, you know, uh, because when I look at my own training, not only now, but also in the past, I didn't do too much carries, but only in circumstances when they were needed, you know? Yeah. Um, so I had it in some training programs and I absolutely loved the benefits from them. And I also love how they are really a full body exercise and you also can't go wrong with that. No. That's that, that's very very important to, to tell here. You know, <clears throat> when it comes to strength training, I always think about okay, um, what is actually needed to be the strongest human that is that I can possibly be, mm -hmm. and for that, I need to maybe kill an animal or an enemy, and being able to to carry that animal or that enemy um, somewhere. If I'm in a mafia, I have to put them into the river or something. 
<laughs> but <laughs> when you're when you're uh, carrying an animal or something, you have to be able to do that to bring it home and stuff like that. Yeah. So the, I'm 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 thinking of that stuff when I when I talk about the, uh, that. Uh, maybe today it's just bringing what you're, you're you're shopping from from the supermarket back home and being able to do so. I mean, yeah. come on. And that's something, in my opinion, everyone should be able to do that. Bring your shopping home. Come on. <laughs> without dying, without having any pain or something like that. Because, hey, what are we talking about? Not even 50 gram kg. You should be able to do so. Um, so the carries are a big factor for me. But not such as big as as you might think when I talk about it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when when we look at, uh, at at training from that point of view, of course we have to to bring in also the cardio factor, which which might be something like the big eight now. <laughs> but um, when you look how humans did hunt back in the days. I mean, what was it? I mean, we are clear endurance runners, you know, would hunt the animal until the animal died from tiredness. So, yeah, yeah. no, it's a big factor in our development, absolutely. Running. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the body is made to do that. I mean, that, that's what it, what it can really, really do. But uh, most of the people might to to think that Nick hates cardio, and I do hate cardio, but I also love the cardio. So we have to bring the cardio in there. I mean, that that's some stuff you should be able to do to run at least a certain amount of of distance. <laughs> Can I say it like that? I don't know it's, if, if, if that's proper English, but I hope everyone got me. Um, we need to be able to do that. And um, that's that's some stuff um, that I always think of. Being the best hunter in the tribe should be a good, good goal. <laughs> For that, you need to be strong. For that, you need to be able to do some cardio. And um, of course, now comes something in where we, we, we will get the attention of Rado back doing some sprints. Mm. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like... I'm sorry. Hey, please go on, go on. I mean, I, I would definitely like put it also in the uh, realm of cardio. It's just that you can then choose uh, what fits you better. I would say, you know, you know, if you're a person that enjoys steady state cardio, light intensity, then definitely go for that. I know that if you would ask me what I would prefer, then I would definitely go for the hit side. You know, like higher intensity interval training and just doing the cardio in ten minutes and then you're done. Yeah. Kind of, you know, but then you also have to be careful in terms of fatigue things, you know, definitely affects you afterwards. But in terms of time consumement, it's definitely better for me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm completely with you on that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we have the most important things for a good base and training. Mm-hmm. I mean, doing some, some, some vertical pushing, doing some vertical pulling, horizontal pushing, pulling lower body, pulling and pushing. We talked about the carries, talking about a little bit of cardio, 
Um, and in the end, I think that's 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 actually the most important base of training. When you have that stuff, you're good to go. Mm. You, yeah, because that that's mostly it. And then you have the perfect hybrid athlete because he can do anything and join into everything. And then you may be the one who uh, just specializes into something very specific, maybe maybe a, a weighted calisthenics competition or a powerlifting competition, or being able to jump into um, something like a marathon or something like that, mm -hmm. because you have the base to do so. You can jump into anything that you want to, yeah. because you're already at the at, at a proper level of, of athletic. Can we talk about it? I don't like to see this as an athletic thing, because for me, this is actually it's pretty human to be like that you know and um so i see this as as a as just being human mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah sure <clears throat> and um being able to, to jump in into anything and specialize into anything is for me the most important part of training because this builds the base in the end to be very strong also when i'm in an older age, but I also like the idea of being strong at everything. I just like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, something that I wanted to note um, is like this realization of having these patterns, you know, the vertical pulling and pushing patterns, the horizontal ones, and etc. I really was important for me in the, my development, uh, not only as an athlete, but also as a coach. Because you then kind of go away from this thinking of, hey, I need to tackle this muscle group, I need to tackle this muscle group. And you go more into the realm of thinking about patterns, you know. Mm -hmm. And if you do a certain pattern, you immediately, you know, tackle also a lot of muscle groups at once. And like having this switch from muscle groups to movement patterns is, I think, really important and really beneficial because you know you have so much bang for your buck and you cover so much with this, for example, just one exercise, you know? Absolutely. So you don't have to think about, about having, you know, like 10 exercises for your lat. If you think of, you know, just covering vertical and horizontal pulling, you're pretty much good to go in terms of your back development, you know? Also Absolutely. hinging movements in there, you're complete, you know? That's it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. I think that's that's an aspect we definitely had to talk about. That's that's a good 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 throwing in there, um, as most people yeah always have this in mind uh, this bodybuilding perspective, sure. but thinking in muscle groups is for most people actually when you're not like at least five years of training and yeah. real yeah. training, not not this what you do in the first three years or something. It's, it's just not necessary. It's yeah. not needed at all. And then also people like tend to go even deeper into it. And I see like beginners having 10 exercises only for their bicep and wrecking the bicep, bicep from every possible angle. It's probably not necessary for them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It does make sense for more advanced people who need to tackle, tackle and refine little details. Yeah. But at the start, you don't have to worry about that. But this is, once again, the thing with this building a proper base for the special, specialization. Oh, yeah. 
So once once you you hit certain good numbers in in the big six, then you might be the one that when you can then then you can go into a specialization of bodybuilding, powerlifting, weighted calisthenics, maybe an, a skills athlete or something like that. But if you didn't get the proper numbers in the other things, there's no need to specialize into something. Build a proper base. That's that's like when you go to school. If you can't read and can't do simple math and can't write, there's no need to put you into history <laughs> because you will not understand anything. <laughs> All right. Um, hope everyone got that. If you need any help to build that proper base and uh, also if you want to specialize into maybe uh, weighted calisthenics, we are ready to help. Um, you can definitely hit us up on uh, bar-bellcoaching.de slash links for that. And that's definitely where you can get some help. But there's another thing. We have a Facebook group of the hybrid athlete community. And uh, if you like these topics, talking about training from that perspective, then feel free to join us on Facebook, the hybrid athlete community. would love to welcome you there. And I wish you a very amazing weekend now and have a nice one. Get strong on the big six.